Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. As always, I am your host, Dad and Buried. Sometimes With the most. As, sometimes known as Mike. Sometimes my kids call me Mike, and it is very disconcerting. And I know that you don't appreciate that, that disrespect. Pete, Pete, my co-host. I don't mind the disrespect when it's happening to other parents. Right. I'm, I'm actually okay with that. It only makes me think of um, Brandon Walsh calling his parents Jim and Cindy on Out of Two and O, and I think that dude is such a loser, it really bothers me. And it's like an Eddie Haskell thing. Did he call her? Maybe Wait, he didn't call her Jim. You're saying Brandon Walsh was a loser? Did you not yeah. watch the entire series? He was yeah. the protagonist, and no. he dominated. Yeah, Dylan was by far the best part of that show. The coolest guy, most realistic character. His dad blew up in a car explosion, obviously. I'm pretty sure you mean Justin Silver. What was the guy's name? David uh, Silver. David Silver. My doppelganger. Yeah. Doppelganger means that someone confused. looks and acts the same. You just, <laughs> you, you have more Does common it with the same? You Does doppelganger common... act the same? I think it just looks yes. the same. No. You, you, have, you, you and Ian Ziering have more in common than David. Well, I saw Ian Ziering. I went to St. Lucia before my first son was born and... We went to like a fish fry off island, like you took a little boat there, and Ian Ziering was there on honeymoon with his uh, with his new wife, and it is literally. First of all, my wife knew him, used to run into him at a, a restaurant. They were both regulars at like a breakfast place in L.A. when she lived there, and they ran into each other repeatedly to the point that they knew who each other were. We saw him there, and it's one of the biggest regrets of my life that I didn't go get a picture with fucking Steve Sanders. <laughs> With Ian Ziering. Yes. And my wife, would, know. my wife my wife would have said hi to him. It just would have been amazing. And it's really probably the, the biggest regret of my entire life. Yeah. Well, listen, you're never going to get a bigger star uh, of Sharknado. No, no, no. It wasn't about him being a big star. It was about just how funny it would be to get your photo taken with the only person on the show who was more of a loser than Brandon. Man. You really, you really not. You love Brandon. It makes sense. Look how clean cut you are. You're a real Boy Scout Brandon type. So, like, hold on um, a second. We're not here to talk about TV because tonight I'm not. pleased to announce that we're going to be talking about movies, and I love to talk about movies. Um, in fact, so much so that some people call today the night we're recording Cinco de Mayo, but I don't call it Revenge of the of the Fifth because that's really stupid. And I think Star Wars Day, which is on May 4th, I think that's stupid too. May the 4th be with yep. you. Do you like that? Do you celebrate that in your family? No. Of we, not. Watched, um, we watched we barely, Return of the Jedi. We barely celebrate Mother's Day, which is also coming up. So happy Mother's Day to everyone who's Oh, out you're right. There. It is coming up. Because there are some mothers that are listening. Last this. year at this time, we, uh, we ran our infamous Pet Moms um, Aren't Real Moms <laughs> episode. Infamous, yeah, that really set the internet on fire. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna share it again, and maybe it will this time because I had a lot of fun. Got a death threat. Yep, that was just from one of my memes. That yeah. wasn't from uh, that wasn't from the podcast episode. But hey, I, one of these days we'll get a death threat from the pod, podcast episode. It'll be even more special. Perfect. Perfect. So yeah, we're, we're gonna talk about um, viewers, uh, listeners, people's favorite movies, right? And Movies they're excited to show their kids, movies that they did show their kids and what happened, whether it was a good reaction or a bad one. And then we'll talk a little bit about um, movies that they saw when they were kids that impacted them or maybe their parents took them to one too soon. I've said a couple of times my parents brought me to Aliens um, the summer, I think, before my 10th birthday, which if the movie Aliens were out now, um, there's no chance I would be bringing, uh, bringing my I'd kid there. 
I thought it was your 24th birthday. That no, no, that was Showgirls. Oh, okay, got my, yeah, my parents brought me to Showgirls on my 24th birthday. Wow. You know, have ever seen Showgirls? You've never seen it? It's... One night in college, all of us were going, we went to the ground round in Cleveland Circle, which is near yep. BC, and we were all going to the movies afterwards. And Classic half of us BC went bot. to, half of us, or most of them, there were 12 of us went, and right? And, and nine of them went to Showgirls, and me... Uh, and two other dudes, one of whom was religious and didn't want to go see Showgirls, um, went to see Seven, which I couldn't wait to see. I couldn't <laughs> oh, wait to see it. What a I was mistake. like, screw Showgirls, I'm seeing Seven. And that paid off. It was a great decision. First of all, I love so much about that story. Mm-hmm. One, the fact that you were rolling 12 deep in college, freshman year in college. is amazing. It was freshman year. It was and like, just like hey, month. everybody. Yeah, that's so it was good. Like September. It reminds me of like kind of like a middle school pack of kids. It's like, hey, That's let's go see. It at the beginning. Nobody like you didn't have your your little crew yet. It's still freshman year. Part of the fun is is hanging out in big groups. Going to see showgirls. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. Uh, you know what? I'm not a pornographer. Well, you weren't then, but really, <laughs> really, yeah, I've really come into it. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Um, and we got a lot of comments, and it's funny because there's a, a fair amount of uniformity in the. Uh, like there's a one particular movie I think that got mentioned a lot um, about like people who loved it when they were kids and they can't wait to show their kids and that kind of thing. So we'll get into that. But before we do, uh, we want to thank everybody for supporting us, whether it's uh, with reviews on Apple or just subscribing and listening. Um, and then the handful of you who give us a little bit of money, we really appreciate that. Um, let's run through that list as we always do on Anchor. It's Ryan Miller and MS Babayan. And the single dad tier for Patreon, it's Check Your Kids at the Door, Chris Coleman, M. Cedeno, 1980, Mallory McKenzie, Miriam, and Tina Davis. The dad bod tier, Lindsay Woodruff, Andrea Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill D'Amica, Dana Bosde, Jacques Govar, Morning Glow. The father figure tier, Cotton Farmer, AZ, Wes Clark, Jennifer Wynn, Julie McCarthy, Paul Opolsky, who contributed this week. And World's Greatest Dad tier, Mary Williams and Julie Burton, who um, apparently just showed her kids Meet the Parents. And now her daughter is is calling her Fokker all the time. <laughs> that was a but huge I mean, mistake. I feel like like that's not like it's not inappropriate to show your kids meet the parents, right? They might not get it. They, they might not be interested in like the social dynamics at play because that's what's going on. But like but the word Fokker, heard, yeah. heard, but I'll tell your kids have heard Fokker or Fucker, you know, by the time they're six, right? Well, certainly in this household, they have. <laughs> So that that was a, she because I'm in a couple of, of groups with her on Instagram. So I know that she never sees movies and didn't watch any movies. So like maybe that is like really risque for her. Meet the parents. I saw that on a date. Um, I remember who I saw a lot of the movies I went to with. Saw that on a date with my 31 year old boss when I was 23. Almost oh. got in a car accident in the parking lot, and some guy confronted me in the theater. Hey man, <laughs> that was fun. Wow, this is all on the same date. Well, there's only two things that happened. We almost got in a car accident, and the guy who almost hit us got mad at me inside the lobby. But you also went on a date with your 31-year-old boss. That was the one date. That was who I was with. Oh, my God. What do you mean? You, you, you should write a book. Hold on. Here's another funny the story. One time I went on a date book. with her. One time, a different date with her. I saw the movie Almost Famous, and when I got home, I just had to leave abruptly, and I ran to the back of my house and threw up. <laughs> We'll be right back after this. Okay.
right, everybody, we are back. We're talking about movies, um, favorite movies we had, scarring movie experiences our, our parents treated us to. I do want to clarify, I did not throw up because of the movie Almost Famous. I do think that movie is overrated, um, but I threw up because I hadn't eaten enough. Um, and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the reason. You just had. I went to the enough. movies. I wasn't getting drunk. I had a lot of existential turmoil over the state of my relationship with my former boss. All right. We don't yeah. need to get into that this you episode. We went on two dates. Both to the no movie. more than two dates. Those were just the oh. two movies. We also saw The Virgin Suicides on a date. Okay, we right. saw the ta- yeah. the Tao of Steve, which is a great movie. You should check that out with Donald Logue. So a lot of movies. Yeah. Apparently yeah. on dates I've with her. What did yeah. you do? There was no internet back in uh, two thousand one, was there? I don't know, but were there bars? <laughs> you there was a ground round. There was a ground round. Cool. I might okay. not have been old enough to drink. Okay. Anyway, we're not here to talk about my movie experiences. We're here to talk about Pete's because he grew up in England and he's seen only three movies in his entire life. I Am Legend. I Am Legend (laughs) and Scrooge 2. Did you throw up uh, immediately after seeing any of those movies like I did? I did not. I did not. I think the only movie I've ever actually come close to being like was it was uh, was The Ring. I think that was the closest I've ever come to having a physical reaction. What? The The ring? Ring. Thought you said something else. That movie's pretty scary. Well, apparently, my kids think so too. You um, showed your kids the ring, or well, just the videotape from it with no, 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 crossing your fingers. <laughs> the entire movie, and I said, "You got like smoking cigars. Like you got to finish this whole box, mm-hmm. you know, like Rooster's Millions." And I just made them watch the. No, of course not. I'm I'm not that much of a, a shitty dad, but um, yeah, You're no, it's, dad. it's uh. That's that's a movie I'll never let anybody watch in my household. Cause so you think that's like the scariest movie ever? It's the movie that has left such an indelible mark on my brain that I can't look at anyone but, with long hair. But most of the time you, when like a movie leaves an indelible mark on you, like scars you or something, it's from like your formative years. The Ring, you would have been like 25. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Terrified. I don't know. I was by myself. I literally was in my apartment by myself, by yourself, like the I was 25 years old, and I immediately turned on all the lights. And I don't think I slept that night. I was it was terrifying. The whole thing was horrible. So, so some of the stuff we're going to get into is examples of like parents um, showing their kids movies that maybe shouldn't have shown them. Right. So I know for me personally, one of the main reasons I had a kid was to show him my favorite movies. <laughs> What's frustrating is you can't show your kids your favorite movies until they're like 15, right? So yes, there's a handful of movies. Like I can show them Star Wars and stuff, but like my kid is nine and we're and he still will like watch a movie and get bored if it's like, when's the adventure start? Like I, he needs more action. He doesn't, he's not there for like character development or plot really even that much. He just wants to see some action stuff, but he's not quite old enough to see like the real action stuff. Like somebody said they can't wait. The dad, Ben Len said he can't wait to show his kids all three John Wicks and the fourth one, which isn't even out yet. <laughs> There's so many gunshots to the head in the John oh Wick God. movies. It's unbelievable. It's like more than they say the F word in Goodfellas. Well, hold on a second. Yes, that's true. However, has anyone seen um, Extraction? The, this no, new, the Chris that's Hemsworth on Netflix. That Speaking of like gunshots to various parts of the body, it is absolutely it is it is some of the most in, intense fighting scenes i've ever it's easily rivals john wick it's so good i mean oh, i thought so. god you really you're saying I, that the 
Chris Hemsworth Netflix movies as good as John Wick? No, I'm not saying it's as good as John Wick. I'm saying that there are scenes, there are like choreography, like fight scenes that are easily equal. There's one, there's an entire scene that was so badass. I was like, oh my, I, I, I had to like pause the movie. It was, Maybe I'll it was watch so it. good. You Maybe gotta I'll check watch it. it. Do you have to pay attention? You definitely do not have to pay attention. It just kind of unfolds in front of you, and you're like, "Wow, that guy died really quick." And then you're like, "Oh, those two guys died also very, very." And, quick. That, and then they'll be like, "That was a cool scene." That kind of thing. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm going to take your recommendation. I do not at all trust your movie taste. So I will check <laughs> yeah. it out. Okay. Um. So it's funny is as I said, like like I want to show my kid like Die Hard and even like the John Wicks and even like like Lethal Weapon or like Predator, right? And like they're just like they're a step up in terms of like realistic depictions of violence obviously predator isn't realistic even die hard is not realistic right but like the gunplay and the violence yeah. is just more real um but now but like you, the, what about what about the okay the, so these are all like kind of hyper violent movies uh, yeah, I, I, I would say maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree i wouldn't i wouldn't call that but that's more that, that is more kind of plot driven but there is an element of like you know yeah uh, violent there. just the gunshot to the head early on is like a lot exactly but the movie that we just saw recently that we got the whole family watching, the greatest movie ever, Princess Bride. Okay, that, that, that's that coming up. Best, yeah. I've it shown is my kid. Best. I've okay. shown my kid Princess Bride. So this is the thing. Right. There are some movies where like the subject matter is you're like above their pay grade, right? Whether it's violence or sex, um, right. or or in some movies it's what's on screen, like the gore or whatever. Um, and then there's some stuff where, like, again, like, my kid, he's not interested in, like, watching, like, a drama, right? He just wants to see shit happen. So I remember, like, when I was a kid, my favorite movie for a little while was The Lost Boys because it was fucking amazing. Yeah. And then my it's next, awesome. the, 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 the movie I consider, like, my entry into grown-up movies um, was this movie called Dead Again with Kenneth Branagh and Emma Thompson before she was huge. And it is not, it's, it's pretty good. I haven't seen it in a long time. I think it's a little bit dated. But, like, it's not, like anything like and then like even like a few good men right like that's another step up where it's like a g- essentially g-rated but like a drama right it's not the subject matter it's like the pacing of it it's right. dialogue and stuff and kids don't really like that stuff that much so sometimes you jump the gun and show them stuff like that where they just don't have the attention span yeah. um and sometimes you show them you know um pet cemetery and it <laughs> like somebody and the ring. here and their yeah. and their life is ruined for a few years or that you show them the ring when they're 25 yeah, there you go. Um, all right, so let's see. Let's what what is what are some of the movies that we got? Well, here's some of the movies people. people can't wait to show their kids, right? So the grad school dad says, "I can't wait till my kids are old enough to watch a Mel Brooks with me." I discussed okay. last week how we showed my kids Spaceballs, and I didn't like it. Yeah, but you, you but then you went you took it a step further. You said you don't like any Mel Brooks movies. I You're not say a that. fan. I said I don't yeah, really did. like Mel Brooks, but I like right. um, I like the producers. I like Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, okay. or so. Yeah, it's not my style of humor, really. Sue me, grad school dad. Sorry, different strokes. Yeah. DB7898 wants to show his kids Highlander. Have you seen Highlander? Yeah, I. Highlander for me is tough because what's the guy's, the main character's Scottish accent? So awful. He's Christopher it's Lambert. So He's a Christopher, oh actor. my God. Yeah. It's so He's horrific. <laughs> I know. If he had just been French, I would, I think my, I would be able to suspend my disbelief more. So, I, I get into the movie, but I, it's that takes me out of it every I time. I like that movie. I don't know if it's a good movie. Um, he's 
it is horrible a good actor. It's uh, so Nancy Brown is the bad guy's good. There's a lot of beheadings and there's some like sex stuff. Um, and I haven't shown my kid that. I think the beheadings might be a lot, but I haven't seen it in a long time. But like, so a lot of people complain that in America, you can see all the violence you want and they'll still be like PG-13. But if somebody says two F words or there's a sex scene, it becomes R. And people are like, sex is natural. Sex is fun. You know, sex is best when it's one on one. Right. I mean, you're if you're like, in 1994, it's more on four on four these days. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come or on, wild get with things. Um, but like people are like, how come they can they can see violence and not sex? And then you're just like, it's America, baby. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Good old kind of America. <laughs> anyway, so DB7898 says his son is named after a character from the Highlander cartoon. Quentin cartoon? Yeah, I didn't know there was a cartoon either. I, I had what? to look it up. Anyway, so underscore Cypress R says, I can't wait to show my kid a Bronx tale. He's only two, but I'm excited for the future. I jumped Bronx the gun, tale. not on a Bronx tale, because I think Bronx tale is overrated. Deal with it. Yeah. Um, but like, again, you get so excited. Like I showed my kid Karate Kid when he was like seven. And like, large part of Karate Kid is like the social dynamics of like high school and stuff. And there's a love, love story. And like, he has no interest in that stuff, right? So, and the bullying isn't really a thing for him. Um, he's too little, right? So I don't think it really registered. And now I, I worry that I spoiled it and he won't care when he's like 12. In the saddest news ever is that my kids actually think a karate kid is with Jaden Smith. You mentioned they've that seen, last week. They've seen, they've seen the movie and that's what they think the karate kid is. So, that's and I so haven't corrected depressing. them. Yeah. Um, NY Born 98 says she can't wait to show her kids the Goonies. And every seventies and eighties horror movie, despite what their dad says. So I don't know if they're if they're divorced or they're button heads and she's like, I'm showing them whatever I want. I don't care. And maybe he's a priest and he objects to that kind of thing. My wife worships the Goonies. We showed my kid the Goonies when he was like five or six. Pretty violent movie. I think I'm I think the Goonies, I'm I'm ready to go on the Goonies. I can't believe that hasn't been part of we basically just wait till whatever movie's on, either Prime or, or, or yeah, Netflix. So we've exhausted every movie. And our challenge now is my four-year-old, The Hammer, is at the stage where he still only likes animated movies. And my, nine, my nine-year-old won't tolerate animated movies anymore. He wants to see the live-action stuff. And then he's, but you can't show him the adult stuff, so there's like a very limited range of things you can show. Here's an interesting one. Shan... Boo Boo says, I'm starting to let my six-year-old watch Adam Sandler, Big Daddy, Water Boy. I'm considering it, but I feel like those might be, like, the sense of humor stuff is a little dicey, but I feel like yeah. there's bad words in those. Well, not to, I just also think you, you, you have to, stylistically, it's not, it's, it's a step above, you know, like, yeah. I think, um, just trying to, to your point about, a movie that can hit on all levels, like, mm -hmm. like for example, The Princess Bride, which is in and of itself like a good story with good characters, but then mm -hmm. there's all that humor that's injected to it. So much humor. Kids, yeah. like, get different things. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, and so my 12-year-old gets, can start to get some of those more nuanced jokes. Yeah, but the younger ones will like the goofy stuff, exactly. but they still don't get the other stuff. Exactly. But so that's why it's, it's, I mean, there's not a ton of movies that we can do that with, but um, but I, I'm definitely down for Goonies. I think we're ready for it. That's a good suggestion. Well, if this is the thing, though, we showed my kid Goonies like five years ago. Yeah, but that um, was we were too young for that, though. I mean, little Charmer 80 talks about this. She says, our kids are a little young, six and two, to have been able to show them anything that's actually good yet. 
but they can't wait to show the six-year-old Goonies. Big, Big has a lot of like um, boyfriend girlfriend stuff. It's yeah. my nine-year-old. We showed him that earlier this year. He liked it, but that stuff was too much for him. Ghostbusters showed him Ghostbusters. That oh, one works yeah. pretty well. I think that yeah, that could be a good one. ET obviously, but my kid gets a little bored by ET. It's it's a little slower paced. My my all all of my kids, all three of my kids will get freaked out. By and I'm just thinking but of Ghostbusters. E. Somebody says that no. down here they saw ET and they're scarred for life. Well, not the, not ET, but the Ghostbusters where the woman turns into that. Oh like, yeah, well that's like the one scary ghost. part. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that might be, yeah. So I'll, that'd be interesting. Little Little on. Charmer eighty also says she's her kid saw a picture of Turner and Hooch with Tom Hanks and wants to watch that. We showed that to uh, Detective Munch, Turner and Hooch. Um, that was all right. He likes kind of like the mystery okay. stuff, but. Yeah didn't work super well um and then she's excited to show her kids harry potter and the line the witch and the wardrobe but line the witch wardrobe like if even if you especially probably if you love those stories like the movies aren't good and they're yeah. only made like two or three of them and there's like so many of those um we showed my kid that again we should i've shown my kid every he's seen every single marvel movie he's seen about spies every like single us? star wars movie no <laughs> he won't get any spies like us stuff Somebody showed their kid Fletch, and he, the guy even in the comment was like, he doesn't really get the jokes, but he, he laughs because we laugh. And I'm like, all right, I guess. Yeah. My kid will just get bored and like want to leave the room or start whining about wanting to turn something else on. And by then, it's like we've been watching it for 45 minutes, and we don't have time to watch a whole different movie, and then you just get frustrated. Yeah. Are you mocking me? You mocking no, me? I'm just – that's <laughs> the whole thing. It's just uh... – it's really, it's really first world problems. These are, these are, these are tough. Oh, obviously, times. this whole podcast yeah, is first times. world problems. Yeah, no, no. Except for the, the vac- except for the, um, the vaccines and and illness episodes, which yeah. were dead serious. <laughs> we were true. helping the world. Back, back in the day, yeah. So a bunch of people, I, I, they gave me some, um, some good instances where they showed their kids one of the movies they wanted to show them, and then what happened, and it went well. So Mambo twelve three eleven said Ghostbusters had been a hit. She has a seven and four year old, and they both like Ghostbusters and the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, which yeah, my kid has okay. seen. I think he's also seen the new one, which he liked. He's also at that stage, like I was at his age, where every new movie I see, I love, especially if you see in the theater. Loved every movie I saw in the theater, no matter what, except uh, Never Cry Wolf. Um, this was a weird one for me. I dot flow dot on. I flow on says my two year old loves Wayne's World. Your two-year-old doesn't love Wayne. No, your two-year-old's just no... sitting in front of a screen <laughs> yeah. where there's noise. That's right. <laughs> you know, sorry. And I'm not even trying to say like Mike Myers' humor is super sophisticated. I'm just saying the two-year-old does not know what's happening. Um, her girls, eight and ten, love twins. Haven't shown my kid twins. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one. But but uh, yeah, I, I I can't remember what I haven't seen that. In so and so no, long. I haven't seen. I'm not a huge twins guy. Really? I like Danny DeVito, sort of. Okay. I mean, on Always Sunny, he's great. But I, I don't consider Twins a classic. It's just kind of there. It exists. The comedy stylings of Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm good. Give me Kindergarten Cop any day of the week, though. You know Can what? We... I want to I show them uh, Red Dawn. Oh, That's my God. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. So this is what's funny, right? I said, something else. I said my nine-year-old couldn't get Karate Kid, but I saw Karate Kid when I was nine. And, and my you got brother it so hard. My brother and I loved it. And I saw it like ten times. And my brother, who was twelve, saw Red Dawn. And he 
fucking loved it. <laughs> I fucking loved Red Dawn so much. I haven't seen the remake with your boy Chris, Chris the, Hemsworth, but I hear it's terrible. Is garbage. Um, Camille NB says our kids are 10 and 12. They love Goonies and Apollo 13. So Apollo 13 is like a good, good movie. It's wholesome, right? And it's like factual. There's nothing, no, no dodgy stuff in it. Um, but I think my kid would be bored. I don't think he'd so be slow. I yeah, I thought it was I mean, I thought it was good, but it was, ah, it was, sorry. S. Bladen says our 15-year-old loved the Three Amigos, Happy Gilmore, and Napoleon Dynamite. I mean, those God. are right, perfect for 15. Oh, my God, Three Amigos, yes. This is it. This is, this is actually informational. I'm going to start, I need to write all these I've down. I've never been a big Three Amigos fan, I'm not going to lie to you. What? I don't really like uh, Martin Short. Oh, stop. Really? Wow. He was awesome. He was perfect in that. Would you say I have a great in pure those? luck with Danny Glover? Okay. You ever see that one? Um, so here's the, so this is a, more of a conversational thing. MN Long says her oldest two are 10 and 12 and they love horror movies. She says, we just avoid sex and major gore. Mm. Why do you avoid the gore? Just because you're worried it'll scare them or, right? The sex, I, I understand, so. it will terrify them. I think I think the gore. As I was mentioning this before, but my kids get like are are skittish mainly because we've overprotected them, and <laughs> that's yeah, why we all have. I think. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is any type of any scene where there's some sort of blood or scariness is is too much for them. So what's funny? So my kid, my nine year old, doesn't really care. Like, I mean, like we don't watch any hardcore stuff, but like. Most of it's kind of cartoonish violence, like the Marvel movies and Star Wars and stuff. But every once in a while, there'll be something a little more real with a gun. We watched that series on Netflix, Lock and Key. And he's mostly fine. It's like supernatural and the people dying. And then there's a scene where a dude gets a plastic bag put over his head. He suffocated. My, he did not like that. <laughs> like when I did it to him, I was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but he was like, that's like the most disturbed I've seen him by like a little bit of on-screen violence. Yeah. Um, he, like he, when, we, when I showed him. Clockwork Orange, it didn't even bug him one bit. I'm huh. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Clockwork Orange freaks me out. The violence of that movie is there's a there's a rape scene in that movie that is no bueno. Yeah, no, that's not anyway. Funny. Marla Jansen says she showed her kids Jurassic Park. Two of them loved it and one ran away. <laughs> and she just said her loss. We showed my kid Jurassic Park again. He's nine. He saw Jurassic Park like when he was seven. All Any right. excuse. All right. We get it. We get it. You, you, I'm not, you, I'm not you, bragging. I think it's are. bad. I think it's bad parenting. It's partially because I want to watch something decent. Like, so what can I get away with? May Faye showed her kid Beetlejuice. We showed our kid Beetlejuice, too. She said she watched it at about age nine. Her kids are now nine and 11, and they loved it, too. It was pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's I more think, comedy. I think, yeah, yeah. I think that would be good. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, David the Case says, not my favorite, but we showed my kid that. It's animated, it's a musical, you're pretty safe with that, right? Yeah, you're fine. I don't like it. I don't... Still, haven't, still haven't shown my kids Star Wars yet. <clears throat> really? There, I just, it just hasn't well, you got two happened. other girls. It just hasn't really happened yet, yeah. One of the reasons we had to show Detective Munch Star Wars is because he was starting to get spoiled by kids at school. And this is when he was like four and five. Because because of the resurgence of the movies and like the new trilogy, there's a lot more gear around and people are wearing stuff and parents are like getting into it and showing their kids earlier and stuff. And once once I was like he might get spoiled, I had to do it. I had to pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. I, I but it's again, I think Star Wars is one of those movies that's. Um, I mean, when you're six, 
Is that something you can really take in? Like the the concept? But that's of, the only reason. Why do you think it, the people who love it love it? It's because they saw it when they were between like six and twelve. Oh, okay. Well, that's. I mean, I was just that's thinking. That's the only like, reason people I, I was are thinking still like nine or ten to be able to understand it. But maybe I'll show. I mean, I don't. There's nothing wrong with it. Paul Apolsky, you know who he is. You know oh, his thinking. Yeah. He says he's shown his three-year-old most of the original Star Wars trilogy. He left out some of the hand chopping and other dismemberment, which is a funny way to think about the Star Wars bunch of dismemberments. He said he's mostly interested in lightsabers and space battles. I love it, and it's something we can bond over. Um, cool. But like, here's the challenge I had: Is he going to get the big reveal in Empire Strikes Back? Right, like. You're three. You like the spectacle of it. Like, are you spoiling the movie for him because he's going to know the plot point before he really grasps it? So then we show him at eight and he gets it. Is that moment robbed of its impact because he's already seen it even before he really knew what was going on? You know what I mean? Mm. Do you even know what I'm talking it, about when I say the big point. reveal? I think you're really overthinking this. I got to be not, honest It's with not you. just about Star Wars. I'm I saying think you're... movies in general. <laughs> like if I show my kid the end of seven and he knows her head is in the box <laughs> when he's three, is it really going to have impact when he's ten? You know what? You make such a good point, Mike. How how have you not had your own movie review show? I don't understand why this entire podcast isn't about movies. Anyway, underscore three underscore Kit Kat thirty says I can't wait to show my kids Lord of the Rings. My son is four and a half, so it might be early. My kid got bored. Um, and then she says, but he's seen Birdcage. That, that <laughs> the Robin Williams, Nathan Lane. I, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't, my, my Why kids... has he seen Birdcage? Was he interested in it? I want to see the American remake of La Cage La Cage Fall. Fall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I heard Nathan Lane's performance is standout. Yeah. It is. Yellowbug319 says, our favorite movie to watch with them, and this was the movie I mentioned earlier, is Labyrinth. So Labyrinth is Jennifer Connelly and David. Yeah, Bowie. we were ta- we actually talked about that last week. I think um, not, I can never find like it on Crystal. streaming, and a like lot Crystal. of people call Labyrinth out. Yeah, and yeah. you talked about how much you love David Bowie's uh, spandex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I very think much. a direct quote. No, I said he looks so amazing in that spandex. Like his body simply will not quit. Is how believe- tall was he? The thin white Duke. Um, nine three. Oh, that makes sense. Five makes sense. two. I have no idea. She said the she said showing her kids Lord of the Rings when he was three was a bad call. Yeah, <laughs> you think? That's <laughs> trying to get him to nap. Yeah, that Guess doesn't. Make Lord sense. of the Rings movies. I will. The, you know, Thumbs my down. older daughter. I remember her when she was nine or ten. Her she said her friend had seen Saw. Like her parents had let oh her watch Saw. I that's and I I'm friends with her parents and I was like. What are you doing? What why are you would you? Doing? Why would? And he's, I don't know. That's just the response. Yeah, uh, I don't right, know. Well, yeah. You what know are what? You We're gonna get into some bad calls. So, All right. Jay Bear Win W I N N says my kids are seven and almost six. They have definitely watched some things that might be considered too old for them, like Jurassic Park, and they're thinking about watching Jaws. We just block the screen when anything graphic happens. So when I saw my I saw um, Temple of Doom in the theater. And the do- people get their hearts ripped out. Yeah. In a very Steven Spielberg, you know, PG way. It's actually the reason they came up with the PG-13 rating. But my dad would cover my eyes. And I remember, like, being like, I can't wait till I'm at my friend's house and we watch this on tape so I can actually see his heart get ripped out because my dad covered my eyes the two or three times it happens in the movie. Jay Bearwin says she does that with her kids. But it's not easy. Now, in the theater, maybe, if you've seen it before. But, like, at home, 
you're on your phone. You know, you're just glad the kid's being quiet. You're not going to catch that. My my question is, how did your dad know the heart ripping was coming? I don't Have know. You seen it's, it before? I, I don't. Oh. I find it impossible to believe that my There's dad holes in vetted Temple of Doom <laughs> or was such a big fan. Although, although he loved Raiders because it's one of the greatest movies of all time. But anyway, Half an Acre says she showed her four-year-old the first Harry Potter and, she, and her kid didn't finish it because she was so scared because Harry's parents were killed in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. She said, I told her we had to finish the movie so she could see that Harry wins. So she did and it helped, but that was a close call. I was worried I ruined her from that whole realm. Yeah. He read like one know. bad experience turns the kid off from the entire uh, J.K. Rowling expanded universe. Yeah, you know what? Um, what turned me off of was the uh, first uh, opening credits. It was about two minutes that? in. It said Harry I Potter. Like, <laughs> I, I'm out. <laughs> when, when Harry Potter title came on, I was like, okay, I'm out. I never um, went into Harry Potter. O.T. Brenna, who is an old friend of mine, says her husband was excited to show their daughter Bad News Bears. Three minutes in, we're explaining what slurs are. <laughs> See, that's the problem. That movie is uh, real dicey on like, a lot of different levels nowadays. Not yeah. politically correct, as they say. Um. All right, AK, AKM Prell ten eleven says she showed her kid Harry Potter at two, <laughs> probably too young. You think you're not gonna remember it? Melly nineteen eighty says we regret showing our kids Star Wars and Lord of the Rings too early. Lorita forty nine says I regret showing my, them Howard the Duck. I was very excited to watch with them, and then I had to shut it off. Yeah. I still don't know how the hell who the hell let me watch Howard the Duck over and over as a child. That's there's like perverted weird stuff in it. Yeah, most of these 80s and 80s movies specifically, they are so like snowballs and like they're so like crude oh and they're just like they're like raunchy, these raunchy They're comedy. definitely raunchy. Like, but how the the point of it was to be like, you know, an adult comic book before I mean as the comic book it existed as. Here's what's funny, I've never seen it. I've only seen bits of it, but I did like in the newspaper for the ads for it. It had like a 1-800 number you could call and like talk to Howard. And I got in trouble for apparently calling that and like wasting money trying to talk to Howard the Duck, which I didn't even see the movie. Yeah. Maybe my parents uh, prevented me from seeing it because I got in trouble for calling his number. What uh, there's there's a Howard the Duck reference in a movie. I can't remember what it Guardians is. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and like the, uh, the yeah. last scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's I like, think it's yeah, Galaxy Mars. 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Robin's Way the dot robens dot way says i regret letting my daughter choose b movie we watch b movie every <laughs> fucking day i can't wait to show them the sandlot goonies never ending story karate kid and north first of all no one likes north i've never yeah, seen it no, but north, no one likes it it's crazy Eliza never ending Wood. story yeah i have to get involved it's terrible that. never ending story is what? terrible it's what are you talking about have you seen I'll it recently no, but the tray with the horse that's yes, the saddest I when i was a kid too and then i showed it to my kid in I showed it to my kid, and it's terrible. What about Falcor? He what doesn't hold up. He's hot. I, I mean, He's somebody's clearly girl. holding him up. That's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen B-movie either, and guess what? I never will. Uh, um, good. Okay, H.S. Scholl. This one's pretty obvious. She said, we showed our kids paranormal activity. They were horrified. <laughs> yeah. Pete's never okay. seen that. He's too scared. No, I mean, come on. That's incredibly... That I, we, I, was I was joking about showing my kids the ring, but you've actually shown them paranormal activity? That's Not me. S I know. H.S. Scholl. I'm talking to H. Scholl. So that's weird because that's like... like People might believe that's real because it's like the... It's the verite style of filmmaking where, like, yeah. Blair Witch, where they pretend it's a documentary. Well, being adults, let alone kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. 
Brand, Brangella 8 says, it was recently my turn to pick the family movie, and I chose Contagion. Ah, oh, good job. <laughs> Mom of the year, she says. A lot of people have been watching that. Yeah, apparently that's like a trending on... I don't uh, need to be I, I wonder that. why. I wonder yeah, why. me too. Um, let's see, what else do we got here? Um, Aquaman? Parent, uh-huh. Well, Aquaman. Yeah. She I, says I, her, kid, her favorite, kid's favorite superhero movie is Aquaman. That's Kendra CM. That movie is like eight hours long. It's so bad. And not only that, but the, it is so disturbing. The most disturbing scene in the entire movie is a young Nicole Kidman married to a clearly <laughs> Maori uh, living she's, in she's like, not Nova young. Scotia. She's just yeah, but they're both living in Nova Scotia. She's like, he's like, and he's got this very sort of Pacific Island accent and look about him. And you're like, how how did this guy become a uh, in like Maine, a lighthouse keeper in Maine. <laughs> in Maine. <laughs> That's the part of the story I just wanted to go. That's into. the least I, realistic part. I couldn't. I, I I couldn't take it anymore. Well, you know what? The heart wants what it wants. Yeah, I guess. Um, Blue eyed family says that she showed her kids Bambi. They had just lost their dad, and maybe it was bad timing. Yeah. She said, "I honestly forgot the mom died. I hope oh. you forgot, because otherwise, that's twisted." Well, also, sorry to hear, man. Wow. SL Reed, yeah, that is terrible. SL Reed 92 says, my hubby thought it was smart to let our four-year-old watch Zombieland. Oh, so my wife loves Zombieland. And it's funny. Um, and it's an entertaining movie, but it is really gory and violent. Yeah, that's the whole point. It's super ultra gory. But it's but easy it's- to forget. Like, if you watch the movie and you like it and it's funny and entertaining and then, like, a year goes by, and like, oh, let's check that out again. Like the last, like we put on that, we watched the sequel recently, and then the sequel is really violent too. And we like, you forget that part of the movie because you just remember the laughs and the good times. <laughs> Were there good times in the sequel? I didn't get through the whole movie. I like this one. So, XXKD36XX says, We let our son watch Jaws at four. He was a mess when the shark got blown up, cried about it for days. So, the kid was rooting for the shark. Is that what? Yeah. Is that what she's saying? Because if so, I love that kid. Um, a bunch of people mentioned Goonies. Carrie Demar says she watched Teen Wolf recently with the eight and ten year old. I showed my kid that when he was like seven. It's so absurd. She says they love the word dick in that movie. There's lots of references to like weed and drinking beer and uh, van surfing, which you do you don't know why your kids van surfing unless no. they're a werewolf because werewolves don't. are really good at that. They're at basketball. Well, the first of all, their balance is so good. And in Teen Wolf two, they're excellent boxers. Oh, boxers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just an unbelievable premise of a movie. I just can't even believe it happened. Alpha Gen Mama says her son has nightmares about lava, about the lava from Moana. So the okay. cartoon movies, they can be like, there's some traumatizing moments in some of those Pixar movies. When I was a kid, The Last Unicorn just had a really creepy vibe. A bunch of people mentioned Coraline coming up. Is it Coraline or Coraline? I don't know. Um, but they talk about how that scarred their kids. And I I think that's honestly a really creepy movie. Like a, It's like an alternate universe of her parents. And they have buttons for eyes. And they want to sew. It's really creepy for like little kids. But you think because it's a cartoon, it's safe. It ain't so safe. That's oh. a creepy movie. Yeah, is it, isn't that a Tim Burton? No, mm-hmm. it's like I think it's the guy who was like his partner who happened to do Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, okay. Henry Selick. But I'm not even positive about that. Um, Jasmine Reyes 013 says she was excited to show her kids Space Flam- Space Jam, and they and they said they were bored. I'm too old for Space Jam. I missed that window on that. 
There's a, yeah. there's a range of people younger than us that love Space Jam. I don't want no, to see I, Looney Tunes interact. It's so stupid. It, it is. It is. People are going to get mad at this. <laughs> they this are. I there know. Are a well, lot of people that love Space Jam. There's a there's, sequel coming out with there's LeBron. There's a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh a God. new legacy or something. I don't know. Are you watching that. that Jordan documentary, the Bulls documentary? Not, not yet. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm almost. I just gotta finish Tiger King first. Oh my God! No, you don't. Just ditch it and watch The Last Dance. It's awesome. Uh, I got. I got. I got to watch Tiger King. So, Malene B. I only bring the. I've never even seen this movie. I've only seen it a little bit, but I bring this up because I know my wife and some of her friends like it. Malene B. One 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 three said, "I showed my seven year old girls just want to have fun," and she said her sister, who has shown her kids every marvel movie clutches her pearls and says girls just want to have fun is very inappropriate because sarah jessica parker sneaks around and lies so it sounds like oh, a little, yeah, little judgment yeah. going on it sounds like we're throwing some shade. Meanwhile, meanwhile she's watching uh, winter soldier with her kids <laughs> exactly you know what the guy has a metal arm he's gonna punch you in the face get over it he's not sneaking around and, and lying. lying like sarah jessica parker I hate yeah. her, by the way. I hate Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, you do? I've never met her personally. I just hate her persona. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you were able to let that out. You know, I've come to terms with it. Okay. I've come to terms with it. Okay. Um, all right. So another, a couple other people said Space Jam. I don't understand it. Christy00 says, we let my nine-year-old watch, my nine-year-old asthmatic son watch Signs, where not only are there aliens, but the kid almost dies from an asthma attack in the basement. <laughs> he said, my kid's 12 now, and he's still mad at me. Three years later, how could you show me that? Where someone with my asthma dies. No, no he's, aliens, though. he's like, this is really one of M. Night Shyamalan's, this is it's like his third best movie. Why would you show me this? Is it really? Th- it might be his third best movie, and that's insane. Or is it his second best? Movie? No, it's 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 Sixth Sense and Unbreakable, and then oh, Signs. I, I don't know. I thought it was Sixth Sense and Signs, maybe. Or no, no yeah, it might you, be, uh, Unbreakable was was no was Unbreakable, good. and then the other one is this stupid um, Split. People like Split. Mm. Anyway, I have a theory, or, or I have when I saw Signs in the theater. There's a m- moment before the end where I thought it should have been the end, and I had a reason why they should have tweaked it and made that the end. I'm not going to get into it now. If you want to know, you know, message me. It's provocative. No, honestly, don't. Save yourself all some trouble. Just it's don't message Mike. It's really simple. So Wait, what about vi- The Village? That was his other oh movie. Oh, my God. The Village is terrible. No, it's okay. No, it isn't. It was slow, but it was okay. It's so stupid. It's almost as stupid as The Happening. With Mark and Mark. <laughs> it was so good. Evil plants. Um, so, so Mary Carol underscore Mary Carol underscore says, even though it's a kid movie, I regret showing my son Coraline. It's effing creepy, and he's had countless nightmares about it. A possessed, a possessed mother with buttons for eyes who steals children. You know what? That's too much. It's creepy. Exactly right. Why on earth would I even try and sh- uh, even at the possibility of my kid having a tough time? Nightmares. Going to- Yes. I'm just out. So you yeah, want to watch a bad movie? Idea. Watch B movie. All you want. It's fine. It's good. It's not yeah, a bad yeah. Movie. right. Like you, maybe you want to show your kid something you loved, but if that movie might give them nightmares, you're just ruining your own life. I know. The trade off isn't worth it. So this is funny. So Jasmine Reyes zero thirteen says, "It's insane how inappropriate movies from our own childhood are. You go back and watch them as an adult, and you just think I should not have been watching that shit." 
it truly shows how times have changed. She's like, one example, I loved Dumb and Dumber as a kid. I was probably like five the first time I watched it. And this is where I shoot myself in the head because I was like 20 when Dumb and Dumber came out, <laughs> Jasmine. She said, I would not show it to my six and eight-year-old. I have not shown them Dumb and Dumber. Um, there's just, there's, there's some risque stuff, but there's some risque stuff that they wouldn't even get. It flies over their head. And sometimes I'll be watching a movie with my kid and he'll ask me what a word is and I'll just, or what a joke means. And I'll just go, I don't know. <laughs> even though I know, I just say, oh, I don't know. And then the next thing happens and he's, he's still watching it. You can get away with avoiding some of that stuff. No, my, my biggest concern with, with Dumb and Dumber is is that my kids are going to come away with the most annoying sound in the world. Oh, and that's yeah, all they're going to be doing. Are. It's just like, I can't have that happen. I'm but sorry. But I want my kids to have a good sense of humor. And I think Dumb and Dumber is very funny. Not that it's necessarily formative, right? It's still like slapstick and the old school stuff. But um, I do not want them to like talk with their butt, <laughs> like from Ace Ventura and stuff. And then there's just weird stuff. Like somebody mentions that they watched uh, Mrs. Doubtfire again recently. And they're like, there's definitely some like transphobic and like weird stuff in there that wouldn't really fly today that I think kids, you know, you don't want to inoculate them into that kind of attitude. Right, Pete? Yeah. Um, don't I'm with you agree? You. The, the more, yeah, hundred percent. And the more we I, should um, do a specific episode that's a deep dive into um, Mrs. Doubtfire and how it's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, has it aged well? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I definitely am now, I, you know, I was, I didn't think too much about this. Uh, I, this was definitely your topic that you wanted to talk about, but I think the more I think about it, I'm missing out. I, I got to show my, my 12 year old. I'm talking Goonies, uh, Stripes. Three amigos, yeah, man. I saw stripes in the theater, yeah. I feel like I'm I'm sleeping on this, so because we're 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 at a point where we're watching shows together, but shows you know they take effort and I, I kind of I kind of commitment. Looking, yeah, I'm looking forward to more of like the one hits, and and this is I'm this is good. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Maybe Full Metal Jacket. Well, be, that's what we're gonna get into right here because now we're gonna get into some viewers, some some of our listeners' experiences when they were kids and. uh Movies that they maybe should not have seen at at a at a, at a, at a uh, impressionable oh, young age. I N T E N T Cummings. I said I N like we're talking about I N Zering. Yep. E N T Cummings says my mom sent me out with my aunt and cousin to the drive-in one night. It was my first time at the drive-in. My cousin was like fourteen. I was eight. The movie was fucking Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> it took me to my twenties to not be scared of basically all movies because of that. That's a tough one to see. The beginning. Oh yeah, the, ba- the, the basic training is rough, and then when they're in oh. the war, oh, that's oh awesome. my god, totally the sniper scene. Ugh. Ashley and the bees says my parents owned a video store when I was a kid. I always tell people I was raised by slasher films on a pop-out mattress. I was way too young to watch movies like Nightmare on Elm Street, but I loved them all. Because of that, one of my favorite hobbies growing up was inviting friends over who had never seen more than a PG film and showing them horror movies. She says, it was my favorite. And I don't know if she means the experience of doing that was her favorite or the miniseries It was her favorite. The, the absolutely it. horror, terrifying, inducing horror series It is what it she's talking is, about. So the production value is not as good. The acting is not as good. Um, but Tim Curry as Pennywise is much better and it's generally creepier and scarier than the, uh, the, the new movie version of It. Um, Here's how you can scare people real easily. You just take an old-timey photograph 
and you <laughs> yeah. have a tiny little clown making his way up to you Jump into the, the camera. And um, guess what? You just that'll solve your sleeping problems for the next two or three years. Yeah, just done. exactly. So we watched it again recently, or like a, probably like last October, and I was surprised at how well, at the very least, like the scary parts held up in Tim Curry, and it was creepy. So oh. I will definitely sign off on it. I don't like the new one. It's all like jump scares and like shaky stuff. Yeah. Did you like it? Did you see it? I saw. Yeah. I saw the new one. It was definitely not as scary. Uh, no. I mean, it was actually a little like. It was just was much less scary. Yes. Than Tim Curry, uh, Curry's version. I mean, him in the sh- saying "Don't you want it?" and then just repeating that, like just saying repeat, just anyone repeating the phrase the same time, like over and over again, and then getting more and more it, it's in your face. Terrifying. <laughs> It's terrifying. It is, These that makeup, I love it. Way more terrifying than any special effects that are nowadays. Millennial Mama 90 says, my kids are too young to have seen anything cool, but my dad clearly had no concept of a purpose. So that's a good point, right? Like, kids are definitely a little bit more sheltered. Like, we're more involved, maybe. No offense to my, our parents, except yours. Some offense, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I would just sit, like, in front of HBO and, like, watch stuff all the time. Now, like, there's not that much that my kids are putting on that I'm not aware of. I don't know if that's because of streaming or just because I'm around more than my oh, dad was. You're on YouTube, picking all sorts but of she said, But she says, I was like seven, and he had all four of us kids watch Child's Play. I had nightmares for years. I always literally sprinted up the stairs, jumped off my bed to avoid getting my Achilles heel slashed. And it went so deep that I used to sleepwalk and throw all my dolls out the window. What the? I also couldn't go into the video store because I knew where the boxes were displayed and I had PTSD and it would bring me right back to the first night I watched it. <laughs> Man, play. this Child's sounds play is hilarious. Like, this literally sounds like my reaction to the ring. Like <laughs> it really does. I mean, it, yeah, that's that's right. That's so the correct I desperate. I liked horror movies when I was a little kid. I love like Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff. I really wanted to see Child's Play. And I wanted, like, we were all going to the movies one weekend. And I was trying to lobby my family to go see Child's Play. And we they wouldn't let me. Instead, we had to go see Working Girl. <laughs> Not you know a what's bad. funny? You know what's funny? Fucking Working Girl's a great movie. It's I didn't great... like it then. I love it now. I know. It's it's actually a really good movie. Let uh, the river run. Right? You guys want me to sing some more? It's no, been a while. That's horrible. Um, you know what's a great movie? But uh, that I was young when I saw it. But I was able to, maybe I was like 11 or 12. Was the thing? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. kind of like producer Nate's favorite movie jump. of all time. That's producer it? Nate's favorite movie of all time. Uh-huh. I watched that a couple weeks ago during the quarantine. Yeah, okay. It is good. Did you you watched it just recently? Yeah, the thing was on like Amazon Prime. Yeah, I watched it like those, a month ago. Those special effects totally hold up. Like they're amazing. They're amazing, but they're also like a little bit like there's they're outrageous in some spots, and it's really funny. Like it's fun. It's not funny. It's fun when like. The, the, the head's all dog. weird and it's all yeah. weird and the dogs and stuff. It's really weird stuff. But yeah, very good movie. Jurassic underscore Stark says she was eight and her brothers were seven and ten and her dad took her took them to see The Last Boy Scout, which I saw in the theater. Never from uh, Shane Black, very highly paid screenwriter at the time. He did Lethal Weapon and stuff. Head or Gut. Some good stuff. Real over-the-top quips in that. Okay. From Damon Wayans and Bruce Willis. I'm surprised. But not appropriate for uh, one of the main. Holly Berry plays a stripper in it. Not appropriate for a seven year old. I'm surprised that uh, Jurassic Stark uh, didn't mention his Jurassic namesake. Park? Yeah, his <laughs> as being formative. How about this one? 
triple underscore Kit Kat 30 says, what constitutes as little? Because I must have said something about when you were a little kid. She says, I watched Boogie Nights with my dad when I was like 13 or 14. My dad was like my best friend and always very against censorship to film and music, etc. Good for him. She said, which I can appreciate, but it's never not awkward to watch a movie about porn with your dad. <laughs> no. That's true. But yeah. at the same time, like, it's not like the movie is a sophisticated movie. Yeah. And she's a little bit old enough to understand it. It's not quite like a porn movie. Obviously, there's some very weird stuff in it because there's some simulated like, recreation and stuff. But um, at least you saw it. Yeah, great movie to see. Yeah, there you go. At least you saw it. At least you saw it with your dad in the theater. That must have been weird, actually, now that more that I think about it. Um, Sauston621 says, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street at 6. Woke up That's that same good. night to the tooth fairy who was really Freddy Krueger trying to kill me. Every time I lost a tooth, I simultaneously had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> oh, my God. That is just, yeah, that's too much. That's too young to watch Freddy Krueger. Somebody said, Yellowbug319 says, I will never forget seeing Children of the Corn when I was about six or seven. <laughs> that's creepy. Not a very good movie, but definitely some creepy stuff. Um, Britain Lamers says, her parents went to Titanic when she was seven or eight, and they were mortified during the French girl scene. Draw me like one of your French girls. You know that movie well, I'm sure. Yeah, very, very well. Has yes. your daughter, have your daughters found it? Do they like I it? I always thought Billy Zane's character just got the short end of the stick. Yeah, Come really on. What a good guy. Yeah, he was a good guy. I hope just you enjoy to... your time together. Has Mergers and Acquisitions seen Titanic? No, of course not. Well, so. Uh, not just, not for any other reason than I just don't want to sit for five hours watching a ship sink. Oh, you know what? Don't reduce. I'm sorry, but that's, it, it was, it, I wasn't the, I didn't love it. I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the camp of like, it wasn't my favorite movie. It's better than Avatar in your face. Uh, I'm not saying it's not, <laughs> so it's not in my face. So Britain Lamers also says when she was 10, they apparently, her parents apparently hadn't learned their lesson and took them, took her to see Jarhead, which is about like, Basic training for Marines or something? I've never seen it. She no, says we learned like, what masturbation yeah. was. <laughs> I think it's like, yeah, it's like a, it's a Hall, right? And Jake Hall, yeah. I haven't seen it. In a rock or something? Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Um, so the Robin's Way says, this is another child's play person. My dad showed me Chucky when I was about five or six. So disturbing. I'm a massive horror buff now to this day, but I cannot deal with that evil doll. I also went back to my mom's house because she had divorced parents. And quoting Con Air when I was way too young to be watching stuff like that. Con Air is pretty violent. It is, um, but you, but it's uh, Nick Cage is so good in that movie, though. Is it? You know, he's playing Tiger King in a TV series that's coming out. Is he? Yep, Joe oh. Exotic. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing! They're doing a docu series, like a fictionalized retelling or something. It's only just starting production, but he's playing uh, Joe Exotic. Amazing. Seems like a good fit. Um. Alicia Mowry says, my mother took my sister and I to see Mean Girls in the theater when I was eight. And she's very conservative, so I really have no idea what she thought, why she thought that was a good idea. I can't wait for my four-year-old to be old enough to watch Harry Potter, which ironically, I wasn't allowed to watch as a kid because magic was inappropriate. Oh. I, lived, I lived down the street from um, in an evangelical Christian. Like One of my good friends growing up, his mom was a lunatic Christian, and she, we had him over... We had him do like my birthday to watch E.T. And she wouldn't let him come because she thought it was worshiping a false idol. Apparently, I don't know. Was, I don't know if she meant like Spielberg or E.T. <laughs> well, what, 
What she didn't realize is your entire shrine devoted to this extraterrestrial <laughs> at, at your household. She was actually dead on. She, she was dead on. It she was, was dead actually. On. And then she also when she got mad that I showed my her son um, the making of Thriller, which was like a video that was on like you could buy or was on MTV or something because she thought it was uh, worshiping the occult. Mm. She was a fun lady. We had good times, me and her. But I think that's funny. She probably would not have enjoyed Harry Potter either for the same no, exact reasons. Mrs. Johnston says, my dad took me to something about Mary when I was 15. She said it was awkward, just like yeah. Boogie Nights. Yeah, that's awkward. I think, yeah, anytime there's has to do with like dating or... The cum scene? Oh, oh yeah. Dad, what's that? <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. I have no idea. No, no, nothing. Gotta go. Popcorn? See you later. Amelia in the mitten says, I saw Poltergeist as a five-year-old and I wouldn't go near my closet for weeks after. I still can't watch it. I saw that when I was little and that freaked me out, but it was the tree scene. Um, but I still consider that one of the scariest movies, but that's probably because I saw it when I was like eight or 10 on like HBO or whatever. And I just carry the memory of that first experience of being scared with me, you know? Yeah, I, I saw Poltergeist when I was pretty young too, but I, I never saw the whole movie. I think I just saw parts of it and yeah. was absolutely terrified yeah. it by still that holds up. horrible old woman just with that voice. And she it was. What do you mean? Zelda terrifying. Rubenstein, who comes to the house and clears it? This house is clear. Who talks like a baby? Yes. Yeah. She's an old woman who talks like a baby. The hero of the film? Is she the hero of the film? Isn't it Craig T. Nielsen? The one who no. accidentally bought the house on the Indian burial ground. Yeah. Can break. Yeah, you knew. You knew. You didn't <laughs> move the bodies. He's a hardworking guy. He got a great deal on a piece of land. He's That's had some problems. You should see what it's worth now. Just go on Trulia. No, awesome. the, at the end, the, the, the house shrinks into a box. It's not yeah. worth anything. Um, Sam Stanford said, I watched Pet Cemetery when I was six or seven. She said, the sister scarred me for life. I haven't seen that. I've only seen like half of it. Hmm. Not no, I, have, I haven't I seen that. The remake I stinks. Seen, I haven't seen Pet Cemetery. There's another person says, Cat uh, Fudge, F-U-J-213 says, my dad let me watch Full Metal Jacket when I was six. <laughs> Traumatized, never saw it again. You think? Yeah. What's yeah, your yeah, major that's... malfunction, numb nuts? Oh, <laughs> I saw Full Metal Jacket when I was six. That's my major malfunction. <laughs> Someone should not have shown that to me. You know what took like me? Watching eyes wide shut. I I think I learned like two years yeah, ago, yeah. maybe last year, that it was Vincent. I don't even know how to pronounce D'Onofrio. How do you pronounce his last oh, name? Oh yeah, yeah. Who is Gomer oh, Pyle? Yeah. yeah. Who is Gomer Pyle? I was like, what? I He's that huge. was crazy. Yeah. yeah, he was absolutely. He massive. was the star of my favorite Law and Order series, Criminal Intent, because he was like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, you can. Well, okay. I, I'm not I a big Law and Order guy. I'm not a big Law and Order guy. I'm not going to watch SVU. I don't need that kind of stuff. But the criminal intent stepped out of the box a little bit. He was like a superhero. It was great. Yeah. What's his last um, name? How do you pronounce his last name? D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Okay. Yeah. Wake up, man. I know. You know? So his S. Bladen says, My parents made me watch Labyrinth and I'm permanently damaged. Why? Was it by David Bowie? Yeah. Scary? I haven't no, seen he... it in a long time. Do the the ball move with the globe that orb. Well, there's something with like hands on a door or something. I don't really remember. Is it scary? I don't think so. I mean, I it's literally fucking never-ending story. Scary. Like, I have right? literally tried to get my nine-year-old to watch it by saying it's about a big sister who hates her little brother, 
And I'm like, you can relate. <laughs> you would also like your little brother to be kidnapped and taken away. Why won't you watch this? But it's not on streaming the way that some of these other movies are. Um, this one I think is funny. Mama Jody, G-E-A-U-X-D-Y-D-I, says she showed her kid Goonies. Apparently her six-year-old was scared shitless of sloth. <laughs> You can laugh at sloth. It was a makeup. It was a football player. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't an actual like person who was dropped on their head and their face was misshapen. It was an actual special. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, and uh, the the whole thing was was uh, was a great that was a great movie and a great show. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, I saw that in the theater. My brother was going with some older friends, and I made them. Uh, I made my mom, or I forced my mom to let me tag along. Yeah, with Joel, Joel Guidon. Nice. She was um, <clears throat> all right. What about uh, have you have your kids seen Lord of the Rings yet? Uh, my oldest has seen the first one. I think he got bored like halfway through the second one. I don't even remember if we finished the first one. They're real long. They're bloated. It's just a lot of walking. Like they're not for kids. The Hobbit maybe, except they they turned the Hobbit into like six movies that are the same thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I like the Lord of the Rings, but yeah, I don't know, I know. if I, I'm not sure if we're, we're ready to show those yet. I mean, they, like to your point, they're just kind of long. And what have you shown your kids? I like I said, it, it's not for any intent of not wanting to show them stuff. I just realized that it's not a movie guy. We're just not really watching movies. We're watching yeah. more TV shows, and huh? and you know what? Shift gears. Yeah, I am going to shift gears because I'm the asleep at the wheel. Oh yeah! Watch that. Yeah, Flight of the Navigator. Somebody mentioned Sandlot. I showed my kid Sandlot. He hates sports. I was hoping maybe something like that would get him into it a little. I'm not um, into Sandlot. I've, I've, I didn't. Yeah, I'm not really... Again, that was another. That's like Space Jam, where it was like we were a little bit too old when it came out, so it doesn't hit us the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking either like Full Metal Jacket. We'll start easy, like Full yeah. Metal Jacket, and Child's then Play. and then go into Child's Play, and then, and then just kind of wrap it up with yeah. <laughs> Nights or, or maybe Dances with Wolves, something, I'm something gonna, nice. I'm, this weekend, I'm going to show my kid uh, Faces of Death. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 8mm? 8mm, maybe? Oh, my God, with Machine? Yeah, the Machine. <laughs> this, this thing called Machine. What a terrible movie. The guy, That's the same guy who wrote Seven, by the way. Ah, perfect. Seven so uh, do we have any other uh, movies, or what do we got? I don't think so. Somebody said that they were traumatized by the bloody leg in Dances with Wolves. Rachel uh, Bush Jones yeah. said that. I've never seen Dances with Wolves. Fun fact. Oh, that's it didn't not, interest me. And I'm a, I'm a, either I'm a Kevin Costner stan, as the kids say, but not for Dances with Wolves. Yeah. No, the, the bloody leg was, that was the whole catalyst for how he got to be. Was it his leg and they nursed yeah, was, him back to health? Exactly. Yes, correct. He was right. tired what of What was like, his girlfriend's name? Sits by the river. I don't know. Oh right. my God! Yeah. That, if you had pulled that out, that would be, that's not what it is. That was pretty oh. close, I bet. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was that's something true. like like you know, just tired tired of this guy dances with wolves all the time. For going some around. reason, it's 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 Mary McConnell, and for some reason, I've seen the part of the movie where they're paired off or something like that is said, and they say her name, and I can't remember it. Yeah, I don't know what her name is. She's in Sneakers. You show your kids Sneakers. That's a good movie too. All right. I will. Cool, cool. All right, so let's see. We got anything else? Did we get it all? Well, we had we had one comment um, from our sick kids episode where yes. we were talking about man flu, and we said it was the most dangerous flu on earth. 
Russell Johnson, who's been going through our back catalog, apparently found that episode and uh, said this aged well. <laughs> in the middle of the, the quarantine and the pandemic, sometimes, you know, comes back That's to bite so us. Fine. We make light well, of things, Pete. That's what we do. Yep. We do. And guess what? We got absolutely pwned. I think that's the right pwned. use of that word. We got P-W-N-E-D. pwned. Yep. By Mr. By Russell, Russell Johnson. Johnson. Thank you, sir. Thank you for pwning us. You can pwn us too if you comment on episodes. We'd love that. Um, or you can give us five YouTube. stars. Totally or you can give us stars. On and, Apple. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but this is. Uh, we love it. We love hearing from you guys. And, and uh, the movie suggestions are really going to change Pete's life. Now yes, now they really are. I got, I'm, gonna, the rest I'm, of quarantine. I'm getting on this now. Yeah, this is great. Got some good Nobody good helped me. Today. I've seen them. I've shown my kids almost all of those, for better or worse. I'm, I'm out of stuff. You know what, Mike? I don't think anybody can help you at this point, to be honest. I think it's you're... It's hurtful, Pete. Wrong. Everyone can change and grow. Okay. Well... Just kidding. Yeah. Just, come on. You know that's not true. <laughs> Human beings don't change. Course not. Look yeah. at us. Look at us. We're 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 already used up. Um. All right. Check cool. us out wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, listen, rate us, give us comments on Instagram, on YouTube, anywhere you want, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Catch you next week. It's already May. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Oh yeah. Shit. Bye.